Hey, Doc. What brings you in today? Well, I'm not quite sure how to describe it. I just don't feel like myself lately. I've been running around, doing things for everybody else, not having time for myself. And if I'm honest, I've put on a couple of pounds and I don't even like looking at myself in the mirror these days. Ah, yes, yes. I know just the cure. You do? Oh, thank goodness. What is it? A sexy time photo shoot. (laughs) What? A sexy time photo shoot. That doesn't make any sense. Am I not speaking your language? No. Should I? One second. Hey, Google, can you translate English to (laughs) English? No, no, I'm not trying to disagree with you. I'm just not. Just take this prescription and call me in the morning. Hey there, gorgeous. Welcome to this extra sexy episode of Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie, and here's a little warning. You're about to catch me in bed with another woman. Are you serious? Are you serious? Yeah, baby. This episode is being released on February 14th, so I wanted to introduce you to someone who could help you love you. And I really couldn't think of anyone better than Miss Jennifer Williams. Why? She's an uber-talented and popular boudoir photographer. Uh, what's that? Let me explain. Boudoir is an intimate genre of photography, typically done in lingerie or with implied nudity, like wearing nothing but carefully placed satin sheets. I've done hair and makeup for so many of these photo shoots with numerous different photographers, and some women have worn their man's work shirt or sports team's jersey, jeans and a bra, fishnets and heels, or even leather bondage. The client chooses where she wants to be on the sliding scale of romantic to raunchy. When done well, boudoir photos flatter the curves and beauty of the client, and when done really well, the photos could double as art. Ask anyone who's done their research and they'll tell you that Jennifer is boudoir photography goals. Hell, even other photographers I've worked with have said the same thing. I myself have done a couple of shoots with her and I can say she's so good at celebrating all women, no matter what their size. In other words, she's not the kind of photographer who's going to make you feel guilty for being on the fluffier side. In fact, from what I've seen, she loves helping curvier women feel their best. She understands how to pose in the most flattering of ways. Now, I already know there are some women who are going to hear this and think, oh my God, sign me up. And then there are others thinking, where are you going with this, Jaina? You're not going to get me to take my clothes off. Well, stick with me. I promise I'm not going to try to get you naked (laughs) yet. I'm blessed enough to call Jennifer a friend. So I know that not only is her story of how she became a photographer interesting, She's also made it through a very difficult heartbreak and found her way back to herself. She and I can relate on so many levels, and I'm sure you will too. So light some candles and buy yourself those flowers, because today we're talking about how to fall more in love with you. Let's go. Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now, here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. This is officially the most glamorous Big Lash Energy recording setup I've ever been a part of. Hello, Jennifer Williams. Hello, Jaina Marie. Would you like to describe what we're doing right now? We're in bed. (laughs) And I will tell you that this isn't the first time I've had Jaina in bed with me. (laughs) Ooh, it's already spicy and we've just begun. (laughs) 
Yeah, we are currently at the Jennifer Williams Boudoir Studios. Is that the technical term? Yeah, Jennifer Williams Boudoir Studio. The studio. Yeah. So if it sounds a little different than usual, it's because we've got these high, beautiful cement ceilings, exposed pipes and brick, and this gorgeous, glamorous, overstuffed bed and draperies and candles and a fireplace. And it's, I mean, I wish you were here. I've actually spoken about you many times on the show. I know. Thank you so much. Yeah, because the photo shoot that I did with you for me was a pivotal moment in my life. Yeah. And you're just so good at what you do. I tell people when they tell me they want to get a boudoir photo shoot done, I'm like, please only go to Jennifer because it's a vulnerable place to be in your skivvies in front of a camera. <laughs> if you end up with a bad photographer, you could just not look flattering and it wouldn't be your fault. Anyways. Yeah. I so, appreciate you. You've always been like such a huge supporter of me and I really appreciate that. Because you're the best of the best. I love you. You know when I learned it? We did that photo shoot in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. I got asked to model, strangely. I don't know how this happened for yeah. this. Was it like a photographer's conference? Yeah. So we had, we were there for WPPI, which is like a huge photography conference. And then we had like coordinated a shootout in the Barbie suite. At the, the Barbie Palms. penthouse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Barbie amazing. penthouse, which was what, 4,000 square feet. It was massive. And there was a stripper pole in the yeah. bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is how she could afford all those shoes. <laughs> Barbie's on the pole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we did this shoot where I just ended up being one of the models, which, Mm -hmm. yeah, and me and I think it was three other girls. Yeah. And all the photographers were kind of taking turns shooting each of us. And in the end, each of us models got photos back from all of the photographers. And that was when I was like, oh, shit, Jennifer's the best of the best, because I was directly comparing the exact same photos that had been taken of me by 20, 30, however many photographers it was, mm-hmm. and yours were the only ones I liked. Oh, thank you. So that's when I knew. I mean, I had an idea before, but I really, really knew after that. So can you tell me how you got into boudoir photography? Sure. It all started out with my own shoot. Um, with you getting your own photos taken? Yeah. So this was well before I was a photographer. I was getting married and I was looking for a special gift to give to my husband-to-be. Mm-hmm. You know, he was just the kind of guy who had everything he ever wanted and like, It's really hard to buy gifts for. I was planning to buy him an iPhone. This is when the iPhones were first coming to Canada. So like, we'll just date myself for a minute. (laughs) I was like, okay, I'll get him an iPhone. He's kind of a gadget guy. Like, you know, he was a personal trainer. So he wasn't really the kind of person that you buy a watch for. He already had a watch. Right. Cufflinks were just not a thing. Right. And he had gone away to a conference like three months before the wedding and came home with a fucking iPhone. And oh. I was like, are you joking? Like, now what am I going to get him? And I'm just like <laughs> having a meltdown. <laughs> and we were having a destination wedding. So I was on the destination wedding board. And I obviously went on there and rage posted about like not being able to like find a, a gift for him. Mm-hmm. And um, somebody suggested that I do boudoir photos for him. Oh. And I was like, what the heck is that? Like, please Definition, explain. please. Let me Google this. Yeah. And then so she shared her photos and I was like, that is the best idea ever. I'm totally going to do that. He can't like go buy that for himself. Absolutely. I'm doing it. So I reached out to a photographer that I really liked their work. They weren't necessarily like a boudoir photographer. They did weddings, but their style was really nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I asked them if they'd do it and they said yes. And at the time, were you apprehensive at all of like being you know scantily clad in front of the camera like what was your thoughts as someone who'd never done it before yeah um I don't know that I was necessarily nervous I don't remember being overly nervous I leading into it it was just kind of like well this is 
something that I'll do for him and mm-hmm. you know it'll be something that him and I can share and he'll I know he'll really like it so mm-hmm. whatever I wasn't like putting too much weight into mm-hmm. it and you did know, you go and buy special outfits? And I stuff? did. Yeah, I went. I spent a lot of money on underwear. Uh-huh. Um, it was really nice. <laughs> it fit really nicely. Uh, I felt really pretty in it. And the day came for the shoot, and I was kind of thinking the night before, like, I don't know that I'll get naked. I will probably just like you know wear this lingerie and whatever. Five minutes into the shoot, I was butt ass naked. <laughs> Because I Ayo. felt so good. <laughs> I was like, okay, we're doing this. Like, yeah, he, what, how would he not love this? <laughs> Obviously, the, the photos were beautiful and very artistic and like just gorgeous. So after I received my photos back, I was just in shock that I could see myself in this way. I had never seen myself as beautiful or sexy before. I'd always had the moment of looking in the mirror like, oh, yeah, okay, I look cute today. But being able to see myself as like a sexy and beautiful woman was life changing for me. Mm. Yeah. So it was pretty incredible. And like I said, I didn't think that I would show anybody the photos. Uh (laughs) And then once I had them, I couldn't show enough people the photos. (laughs) It's her new profile picture on Facebook. uh. Literally. (laughs) I was like, have you seen my photos? How do you want to see them? They're like, girl, get out of here. Like, stop showing me these photos. We know. We know. Yeah. You, look, you look great naked. Yeah. We get it. Yeah. I, I did the exact same thing when yeah. I did my shoot with you. Yeah. Even now, it, sometimes, you know, if I like dating and, you know, you do the whole like, let me just spam you with a whole bunch of cute pictures yeah. of me. I'm like, totally. and this is a photo shoot I did 10 years ago with all these candles. Yeah, yeah I totally get that. When you know you look good, it's like... You feel amazing. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm taking from this is this started off as a gift to him, mm-hmm. but it ended up being a gift for you. Definitely. I It really changed like how I felt about myself. The confidence that I got from it was incredible. Uh, like I said, I never, I still felt very young at the time and I was 27. I wasn't that young anymore, mm-hmm. even though now I'm like, oh, I'm so young. But <laughs> it was incredible to feel like I could walk a little bit taller after mm. that. And then what made you go from, I'm getting this photo shoot done to now, I'm going to be the one taking the pictures? So when, at the time, my mom and I owned a swimsuit store. So that was the business that I had before this. I forgot that piece. Yeah. You've mentioned it to me before, but I totally skipped over that. Yeah, yeah. no. um, So I used to have a swimsuit store where there's a similar theme here of empowering women to feel really good in their skin. So after the wedding was over, you know, I was still running the swimsuit store. I bought a camera because I needed a hobby because I didn't have all the wedding stuff occupying my time anymore. And uh, just started taking pictures of my dog, of nature. And I kind of got a little bit stir crazy. I'm like, I'm bored. Let me Uh add something to my plate. (laughs) Um, So I got a bunch of friends together and I was like, I think this might be a fun thing to do. I'm going to rent a hotel room. Do you want me to take sexy photos of you? And all my friends are like, uh, yeah, uh, of yeah, course. of course. That yeah. Sounds like fun. <laughs> so my very first shoot that I did, I rented this hotel suite and had nine women in one day. Day one, nine <laughs> I women. I wanted to die. <laughs> but I Talk was about like, zero to a hundred. Yeah. But I was, you know, like when I had my shoot, it was um, with somebody. They had also lined up several people on the same day. So I was like, well, that seems reasonable to do like one hour shoots. 
oh, the person that you shot with mm-hmm. did like a boudoir marathon thing. Yeah. And so you were like day one boudoir marathon. Yeah. I'm like, why can't I do it? <laughs> <laughs> Silly me. <laughs> so how did it go? Um, You know what? Honestly, even though I was ex- totally exhausted at the end, it was amazing. I completely fell in love with doing it and like providing that sort of experience to women. That was why I started is just like feeling like there's got to be more to this. I want more people to experience this. Mm-hmm. So I shot all those women in a hotel room and like it did not run on time. Let me tell you, it was not <laughs> nine hours of work. <laughs> um, but it was amazing and everybody was just so happy and it, it felt really good to me to be able to provide How long that. ago was that? 2008. Wow. Yeah. And since then it's been nonstop. It's been nonstop. Yeah. And you're the best of the best. Well, I also did the same thing where I did the photos for my man's and wanted him to, for me, it wasn't a wedding gift. It was just a, hey, remember me gift. I was like not feeling like he saw me Mm -hmm. and I wanted to be seen. And I did the same thing, but I shot with you. And I was like, maybe when he sees me like this, he'll remember, you know, who I am to him and he'll see me as sexy and maybe he'll want to touch me. Maybe he'll want to kiss me. And when I had the photos done, I didn't have the same response in that he was like, nice. And I thought he was going to be floored. I thought he was going to be kissing my feet. I thought he was going to be all over me. But he was like, oh, that's nice. I mean, back then it was a gift to myself because it was the same. I got to see myself as sexy and empowering. And I didn't get the response that I wanted from him. Right. But that was that empowering moment for me as well where I was like, damn, I'm, I am beautiful. And whether he sees it or not, I can see it. I see it in the photos. And when I show other people, they see it. But mm-hmm. I was giving this other person so much power mm-hmm. to make me feel or not feel beautiful. But totally. it was this moment where I was like, oh, no, like I am. He, whether or not he sees it, I am. Right. Exactly. But I feel like now I've made this personal growth to where like I am confident in who I am as opposed to how I look. Yeah. Because I was so insecure in who I was then, but confident in how I looked. And now I'm confident in who I am. And in the meantime, in you and I, in the time between you getting your photos done and me getting my photos done, and now we both lost that person in our life, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not with my husband anymore and you're no longer with your husband. Are you open to saying what happened there? Because it's such an interesting story. Yeah, of course. How much time do you have? Well, my episodes are typically between 20 to the 45 minutes. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no, tell us what happened. Where do I start? Well, at the time when I started uh, shooting Boudoir, I we were living in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had decided to make the move out to Vancouver um, late 2010. In that time, one of his friends had been part of an organization that was dedicated to personal growth and the betterment of self. And, you know, both him and I were really into that kind of stuff together turns out it was a cult Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you've probably seen the shows on Netflix and Prime or whatever networks are airing things about Nexium. he was part Mm -hmm. of that I went to a meeting and it felt really weird to me like I just felt like everyone's way too excited to have me here Mm -hmm. and it was just really I got this really eerie feeling and then they were trying to invite me to another meeting and they were like but you have to be willing to cry and I was like what and I'm like why are you trying to manipulate my emotions and immediately I just got the ick and I kind of ran from there screaming and they were just way too I had no idea it was a cult until I saw the documentaries Yeah, and I just after I saw the documentaries I was like that's why they were so pressed about me being there and you know all these anyways Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. when you mentioned what you went through with him I was like oh I think I was like yeah on the edge of that yeah Yeah, totally you are yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know when we were together obviously like they want you to recruit and everybody and anybody because that's the business model Mm -hmm. I had gone to an information session and had gone or was going to go to a Jeunesse meeting and like 
same with you. There was just something in me that was like, this doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I don't like this. I don't I don't operate from a place of being okay with being pressured into stuff. Mm-hmm. I really don't I'm uncomfortable with that. So I was like, yeah, I, I don't think this is for me, so I'm gonna pass. Mm-hmm. Thank God. But he jumped all in. <laughs> he did jump all in. He was just I still have love for him. There's no like negative feelings there for me. It was a very difficult thing for me to go through, but he was targeted for feeling like he belonged somewhere and Mm -hmm. that's tough they every year they had a like summer camp type thing you know there wasn't very good cell service and they kept them really busy because that's kind of the thing they want to keep you busy and unavailable to you know talk to people outside of the create distance between them and the people that love them basically yeah Yeah. exactly classic abusive relationship Mm -hmm. behavior yeah like calling it out yeah so during those three weeks I barely heard from him like I'm just like, what is happening? What's going on? I don't know what he's up to. Like, obviously, I know he's safe and busy, but like, you don't have time for me. Like, yeah, hey, remember me? Hi. Yeah. <laughs> We're married, right? Like, I, did I not get the memo? Yeah. He came home from the trip and, you know, was happy to see me. I was happy to see him. And I'm like, so what's up? Like, what's going on? And he was really lit up about this program that they were starting. It was like fitness related and... It was at their center in Albany. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, how, like, what, tell me about it. And he's like, well, it's, you know, three months long and you go and study at the center. And I was like, well, that seems like a big commitment. Like, what about your commitments here? And he's like, well, (laughs) this was in August. He's like, well, it starts in September. I already signed up. I was like, cool. Thanks for (laughs) consulting with me. Um, Shit. Yeah. Uh, that was, (laughs) that was a pivotal moment in my life when I realized that the only person that's going to look out for me is me. Mm -hmm. And I asked him for a divorce after that because I like to just not even talk to me about that. Yeah. And And making a huge life. huge commitment. So he's gone. Fuck that guy. Now you're, now you're sitting here with your business. Where was your self-esteem after he peaced? Yeah. In the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. It was awful. I felt like a shell of myself I like lost my appetite I didn't eat for a long time that was mm-hmm. really hard for me mm-hmm. it's still emotional it's been like 10 years but yeah. that was like a pivotal moment for me that I had to get real with myself and learn how to take care of me because nobody else is going to so that was like a really important time for me and I learned a lot of things in that time and it really showed me who was there for me and who genuinely cared about me even in the times that weren't so pretty you know I think about you in this position of empowering women Mm -hmm. and doing it at a time when you're in shambles honestly it was very difficult I've done it too yeah right like when you're like I identify as a hype woman I want to lift women up but I'm like Mm -hmm. man I'm at ground zero right now yeah so you're giving your everything at a time when you have nothing. Mm-hmm. How did you rebuild from there? Therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was pivotal for me. I really tried to tough it out myself. Like I said earlier, I have always really been into personal development and like bettering myself. But it got to a point where I just like I couldn't do it for myself anymore and I needed help. Mm-hmm. And so I found an amazing therapist. Maybe I'll just rewind for a second and say, after we had broken up, when I was trying to 
kind of work through it on my own. Everything seemed to be going okay. I was like, you know, living my best life, getting my like going out on dates, seeing people. And then the CBC interviews came out and then the of the of the cult of people in the cult started speaking out about it mm-hmm. and someone wrote a book the person who owned the chapter in Vancouver wrote a book and started going on the circuit doing interviews and it was all over the news and it was all over everything and then people were texting me about it and like I couldn't escape it mm-hmm. people were asking me about it I'm like this has nothing to do with me even though my ex was part of it like I don't need to be reminded, reminded of it yeah. every day mm-hmm. like I couldn't get away from it and mm-hmm. it was just like reopening all of those wounds that I thought I had like fixed I I think that a lot of times when you've gone through a big heartbreak you think you're okay I've heard this thing where it's like are you healed or are you just keeping yourself busy 100% so you're like I'm just you're actually not healed you're just distracted Mm -hmm. from it yeah and most people don't have what happened to them in the news to be reminding you so here you are like I'm over here trying to stay busy I'm trying not to think about this Mm -hmm. but it's being put in your face Mm -hmm. yeah so you had so that's when you realize I gotta face this shit because it's not gonna go away yeah 100% so at that point I was just spiraling and I knew that I needed help so I found a good therapist she helped me a lot we did EMDR therapy if you've ever had any kind of trauma that is something that's like hugely uh, helpful and yeah it really helped me feel a lot less triggered when I would see and hear about things or when somebody would ask me it helped me put up more boundaries to be like I don't want to talk about this mm-hmm. now I can talk about it it's fine because I've done the work to kind of like heal myself from feeling so upset by it mm-hmm. um, obviously it's still a very painful memory for me but it's not who I am and it's not something that I was involved in it's just something that was in my life or you know affected my life for a period of time there's like a kind of a topic that I've been thinking of lately which is when you're not chosen, Mm -hmm. when somebody rejects you, the rejection and how they're on their own journey doing their own thing, which isn't a reflection of you and your worthiness or your lovability. Mm -hmm. But we can so often be rejected by somebody and think it's a reflection of our worthiness. And rebuilding after that can be so hard. And you met me around at a time when I was trying to do my rebuilding after feeling like I wasn't seen by somebody Mm -hmm. and trying to rebuild and you know, it's incredible how much power we give somebody else who's just a shit person trying to make it through through life themselves. And we give them so much power Mm -hmm. to whether or not we feel lovable. Am I making sense? Totally. Yeah. We give way too much of our own power to other people. And I am working really hard to change that for the people that I encounter. Yeah. Because you matter to you. Mm -hmm. And anybody else that gets the benefit of loving you, it's just a benefit. But like you have to love yourself. Yeah, because here you and I both did photo shoots being Mm -hmm. like, I hope this guy likes the way this looks. Both these guys pieced on both of us. And then you're left just looking yourself in the mirror. So do you like you? Yeah, I mean, it's a day to day thing. You know, I'll be completely honest. Am I 100 percent? No, but it's it's a work in progress, you know, and every day I feel stronger and better about myself every day that I make choices that I you know, sometimes are hard choices to make, but it makes me feel better about who I am and where I'm going in my life. And that's what adds to my confidence and like helps me get to a place where I want to be. I love that. Yeah. I like to think of it as 
my relationship to myself is like a relationship that I have with other people. Some days I feel close to myself. I feel proud of myself. Some days I feel down on myself. But those are all just moments that pass. And you have to acknowledge that your relationship to yourself is an ongoing up and down, in and out relationship. Just like any family member or friend that you have. Sometimes you feel close and sometimes you don't. Mm -hmm. It's not about sitting and dwelling in the bad moments, Mm -hmm. you know, because they'll pass. Yeah, exactly. Nothing's forever. Right. And I think now, like I was mentioning earlier understanding that your worthiness comes from so much more than whether or not you look good in lingerie, Mm -hmm. right? Like how many women have you had come to book appointments and they're like, I want to do this shoe, but I need to lose 10 pounds first. Honestly, if I had a dime every single time I heard that, I'd probably be a bazillionaire. (laughs) Bazillionaire. You heard it here, folks. She'd be a bazillionaire. Yeah, it's, you know, and I hear it too. Like, oh, I want to get married, but I need to lose 10 pounds before I, oh, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. Your person loves you with or without the 10 pounds. You need to love you with or without the 10 pounds. No one's going to notice in these photos if you're 10 pounds heavier or lighter. The point is your value comes from so much more than whether or not you have a little extra love handle. Mm-hmm. I you know, agree. yeah. And back at the time when I did my shoot with you, it was like, do I look good in lingerie? That's what I was confident in. Now, since then, you know, I've been through fucking hell and back since we did that shoot. That was how many years ago? Eight years ago? Was it that long? Twenty? Wait, what year is it? <laughs> uh, it's twenty twenty four. It's twenty twenty four. And what year did we do the shoot? I think it was twenty seventeen when I checked earlier. Yeah, <laughs> Jana's counting on her fingers. <laughs> Don't look at me. I'm a makeup artist, not a mathematician, damn it. (laughs) Where's my calculator? It's been a long time. But in that amount of time, so much has happened. And now my confidence comes from, not from how I look in lingerie, but in knowing that if you knew who I was, you would think I was sexy even in sweatpants. Because in these sweatpants holds a woman who is strong, who is confident, Mm -hmm. who loves the people around her, who has picked herself up multiple times after being down on her knees, who embraces, lifts other people up and who is resilient. All these things, those are the things that are who I am that make me sexy. So if I'm 10 pounds heavier right now, I am much heavier than I was when I did that shoot with you. But I feel so much sexier because I know who I am now. And that confidence and sexiness just exudes out of you. You can see it when you walk into a room and that is so admirable and so inspiring to so many, including me. I love you. (laughs) I love you. The other day, somebody said to me, you're the most confident person I've ever met. And I was like, this is a new Jaina. Mm -hmm. This isn't who I've always been. I've been in pieces, like putting all my worthiness into whether or not somebody saw it, wondering why I wasn't good enough and all these sorts of things. And now I'm like, man, if you don't see it, it's okay. Cause I know that I am and somebody else will see it. And whoever sees it is the one I want to be around. Yeah. You know, totally. But it takes so much work and just time mm-hmm. to get here. It's like when, a, when you have a wound, you can will it, you can wish it to heal faster, but you really just have to wait. Yeah. And listen, I'm the kind of person that when I decide that I want something, I want it like yesterday. So like doing the time heals all wounds thing was really fucking hard. It sucks. It sucks. But it is true. You know, like for me, I'm definitely a much different person than I am than I was 10 years ago when this happened. And I feel much more at home with myself than I did at that point. And if anything like that were to happen in my life again, th- hopefully not. Let's not <laughs> just one unusual event in my life is enough. Uh-huh. But I've got myself. Yeah. I've got this. I, I fully agree with you. I totally believe that 
I would never be in the, that position, that vulnerable again, or mm-hmm. putting that much of my self-worth into somebody else's hands ever again, because mm-hmm. I know so strongly who I am mm-hmm. that nobody else could take that from me anymore. Totally. And it's okay to feel hurt about it. It's okay yeah. to feel sad and upset and, you know, grieve that loss. But at the end of the day, but to know that you're still, you've got it. Yeah. You're fine. You're going to be okay. Life moves on yeah. and life's going to be amazing mm-hmm. whether or not you're with them. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what's next for Miss Jennifer Williams? Oh, gosh. (laughs) I keep saying I'm going to write a book, but I don't know if that's ever going to (laughs) happen. See, that's why I came up with a podcast, because people told me to write a book. I was like, oh, I don't got the patience for that. Oh, my God. It seems like so much commitment. (laughs) Um, Podcasts could be fun. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of things I want to do in life. I want to kind of keep continuing to do boudoir photography. I love it. I love connecting with my clients. Not only is it a career for me but it also feels good to do it's something I enjoy doing which is rewarding it's so rewarding and I'm not ready to give that up anytime soon I think you get the exact same high when someone sees the beautiful photos of themselves as I get when someone sees themselves in the mirror and like the transformation you're like yes you just made someone sit stand taller that it's so empowering like you're empowering them but it empowers you you're like this is a powerful position to be in to know that I can make someone feel this much better about themselves totally when someone comes in the door and they're I can see them shaking yeah and I can see the tears welling up in their eyes and I'm like it's okay you're in a safe place. I'm going to take good care of you. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when they give me a big hug and their happy tears are welling up in their eyes because they feel so relieved and so much better about themselves, like I want to cry because it mm-hmm. just feels so good to be able to give that gift to other people. I've done hair and makeup for a lot of boudoir shoots and mm-hmm. a lot of boudoir marathons. And what I could say is the same thing happens every time. Yeah. The woman comes in terrified and leaves planning her next one already. Yeah. Every single time. It's like they haven't even seen the pictures yet and they already know they want to do it again. The feeling is addicting. Yeah. It's like how often do you get to feel that high of I feel good in my skin? Like Mm -hmm. we don't practice that enough. Yeah. And on top of like you said from your very first experience, seeing yourself as this beautiful, sexy, feminine creature, like Mm -hmm. just just like being in that. It's unreal. Yeah. You're just like, holy shit. Is that me? Yeah. It's wild to think about, but and also, amazing. Women, you know, I, t- I feel like nowadays it's like, I got to work. I got to be on my grind. I got to mm-hmm. hustle. I got to be a mom. I got to, you have so many hats. It's not that often that you're like, let me put on my sexy hat, whatever that would look like. But you know, that just that moment to take that moment to be in you, in your skin and see yourself. It's the same as even when I do the makeup for a boudoir shoot, a lot of times I find a woman needs to look in the mirror and almost get used to that new version of herself that she didn't know existed. Yeah. Like getting character. Totally. I think something that holds a lot of people back is they feel at some level, maybe it has to be a little bit performative, Mm -hmm. like putting on this makeup and hairstyling that they never do or like do poses in front of the camera. But you know, it can be whatever you want it to be. You You can can be you. You can, you can have natural makeup. You can just be, and Mm -hmm. you know, you can be in a just oversized t-shirt a hundred percent. You don't we'll, have to be naked. We'll make Jennifer, it sexy. Not everybody gets naked in the first five minutes like Jennifer did. <laughs> this is true. But I mean, if you want to, like, cool. <laughs> One of the sexiest outfits that I think you ever shot me in that I liked the most was I was just in a really baggy hoodie, or mm-hmm. not a hoodie, sorry, a really baggy sweater, like yeah. a off the shoulder just sweater. Yeah. And I was fully covered, just legs. 
It's like work that thing that you got. If you're like, I know I got these fire legs. Like, yeah, just be all about your legs. Gloss those babies up. <laughs> Show them up. <laughs> Show them up. Yeah. Like, yeah, I love that. Because it just feels, it feels more at home. It feels more natural to you and you feel comfortable. But just being yourself is sexy. Absolutely. Yeah. I 100% agree. So apparently... <clears throat> <laughs> The pressure's on. <laughs> Jennifer has invited me to come back and do another shoot with her. What are we? What are we? Were you saying in March? Yeah, I think we have a date. I feel like we it's do March have a date. Eleventh, March eleventh or twelfth. And you know what? I was like, I had a moment where I was like, should I move it so I have more time to work out? And so I was like, that's not very big lash energy of me. That's not really following my own advice. I feel like, however the fuck I look on March eleventh, I'm just gonna stroll in here and just strut that shit. You're hot shit, Jaina. You don't give yourself enough credit. I feel like hot shit on the inside because I know who I am, but sometimes I see a photo later and I'm like, oh, I felt a lot sexier than I looked. It's because I didn't take your photo. Exactly. I trust you ex- like with my whole everything. I trust you with everything. So I will show up here. I know I won't have time to get in better shape between now and then because I got a million weddings I have to do in Mexico at all inclusives. Matter. I'm going to be shoving tacos and margaritas in my face between now and then. Hell yeah. But I'm going to show up and I'm just going to trust you. I'm just going to embrace the moment and we'll see what Jaina 10 years or whatever eight years later looks like I can't wait to get my hands on you <laughs> well you know we are already in bed together I mean we're already, what is the second base <laughs> let's take it to the next level <laughs> so yeah next time I'm with Jennifer I'm gonna be taking my clothes off because today I'm not gonna lie I'm in sweatpants <laughs> They're cute, though. Thanks, man. BLE. Yeah, sweatpants and a BLE hoodie. It's my uniform. But thank you for being here and sharing your story and being so vulnerable. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Obviously, so I know the shoot is like a little bit nerve wracking for you and you wanted to move the date. I also wanted to move the date. This was (laughs) very nerve wracking for me, too. Obviously, I'm fine talking to Jane. I love her to death. But it is hard to be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and publicly, right? And so I can sympathize with how you feel and how my clients feel and thank you for having me it's like hi nice to meet you now I take my clothes off I'm naked (laughs) theoretically speaking yeah you're being naked emotionally right Mm -hmm. and then I'll just be naked physically yeah but it feels very similar oddly enough I mean I could post naked pictures of myself if that makes you feel better (laughs) are we gonna do the shoot together just (laughs) I mean we could pillow fight it wasn't an angle I thought of but like maybe I need to go back to the drawing board (laughs) All right, so stay tuned because you really never know what we're going to come up with. <laughs> It'll be great. It's going it to be great regardless. Yeah, yes. I Thank you. Wait. I love you to bits Thank and pieces. Thank you. I love you. Thanks for having me. It means a lot. Mm. Well, hopefully we do this again. Anytime. Mwah. Mwah. <laughs> Isn't she fabulous? I really appreciate how vulnerable she got with me, especially considering how terrified she was before we did the interview. I came up with a sentence that I think perfectly summarizes that entire conversation, and I'm not going to lie, it gave me goosebumps when I said it out loud. Are you ready for this? Sometimes the only way we'll learn how to love ourselves is to lose the love we counted on from somebody else. Ooh, a moment of silence for that truth bomb, please. Sometimes the only way we can learn how to love ourselves is by losing the love we counted on from somebody else. Mm. The commentary on social media wants us to believe that self-love is getting your hair done, setting boundaries, or cutting people out of your life. But you can do all those things and still not love yourself. So what is self-love really? 
I define it as taking full control of your own worthiness, not leaving it in the hands of anybody else. Knowing that other people will come and go from your life, not everyone is going to know how to love you right, but that's not a reflection of your value. You can look yourself in the mirror and love who you are, what you represent, and how you've shown up despite everything that life's thrown at you. That once someone takes the time to learn your story, they'll see you as sexy, even in sweatpants. My biggest wish for you this Valentine's Day and every day is that you figure this out sooner than later. Because how tragic would it be if you wasted even one more day finding beauty in everyone else but you? Ooh, now the countdown is on till my photo shoot with Jennifer. It's pretty much exactly one month from the release of this episode, so stay tuned to find out how that goes. You know I'm going to be bringing you with me, right? Oh, and if you want to book your own shoot with Jennifer, I'll post her contact info in the show description. Even if you're not in Vancouver or if she's not in your budget, might I suggest getting some girlfriends together, find a sexy bed somewhere, maybe in a hotel room, buy a bottle or three of champagne and take turns shooting one another. It could be so much fun. If you do, make sure you tell me how it goes. Happy Valentine's Day. I hope you spend it loving you. Of course, I have to send out an extra special thank you to our special guest this week. If you know someone who might find this helpful, or if you know someone who could use a little BLE in their life, could you pretty please share this show with them? I hear every time you do, an everyday woman sees her pics and feels like a Victoria's Secret model. It's true. (laughs) Thanks again for pressing play this week. Until next time, go be your most fabulous self. And don't forget to spread that badass big lash energy everywhere you go. Thanks again. Happy Happy Valentine's Valentine's Day. Day. What brings you in today? I just got a new boyfriend and I want to show him that I love him. Try a sexy photo shoot. I just got dumped and I don't know how to get over it. Sexy photo shoot. My wife's been acting weird. Try booking her a sexy photo shoot. I just lost 25 pounds. Do a sexy photo shoot. I've just put on like 35 pounds. Mm, Yes. Sounds like you need a sexy photo shoot. I really need to figure out how to get a raise. Sexy photo shoot. There's this woman at work. She looks at me weird every single time Mm, I come in. mm -hmm. And I'm just wondering, maybe it's because Mm -hmm. of the clothes I'm wearing. Maybe she's Mm -hmm. insecure. I can't tell. But I Mm. found out that I'm an anxious attachment Mm -hmm. style. Maybe that has to do with... Sexy photo shoot. And you know it. I got a bag for you, baby. I'll blow it. Spend anything because you made me feel golden. A fresh face, man. I can't wait to show it.
fit me in if you can uh, I know you the one with the plan Yeah, there's no time to waste Would you make me up? Could you make me up right now?